might be at the club. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 1 a.m. podcast. I almost forgot the name of this podcast. I was like, is this the 1 a.m. podcast? I don't want to say the wrong one. How are y'all doing, man? It's been, it's been a minute. It's been a couple weeks. Everything yeah. is beautiful. Oh, keep going, bro. No, I was saying everything is everything is, is lovely. I'm happy to see you guys' beautiful faces. Yeah, man. Good to see y'all too, man. Definitely been a minute. You know, I ain't gonna cap. I've been missing the pod. But, you know, I feel we everybody been doing their thing. So, you know, that's always a good thing. We just nobody staying stagnant. Sometimes you just, you know, we gotta make time for the things. But I know I'm feeling good. Bro, oh, this dude put the filter on at the end of his answer. <laughs> he's like, he's nah, like, I'm feeling good. And then the filter popped up. <laughs> nah, I put the filter on when Jamani was talking. And then it just took forever to uh, put on. But perfect time. Yeah, that was, it was a cool special effect. Yeah, and Jelani's got the the clear. Uh, we were talking about this in, before we recorded the clear uh, Nikes. <laughs> Tell me. through Nike. No socks. Yeah, no, I feel like uh, like sometimes that like certain shoes just represent your spirit. Like I just feel like this, you know, that, that just embodies who I am as a person. A pair of clear Air Forces, you know. Uh, I repeat a Mac, man. You know, and I keep on my feet. Make my, you know, salute to Nas. Make my cipher complete. Facts. Yeah, I don't think those are the ones he's referring to, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Shout out to Mac and Nas. Lace them up, lace them up, lace them up, lace them. Man, I'm looking at the uh, – I have the Hawks game playing in the background, and they're showing, like, the highlights of the Knicks game and everything like that last night. What, what did y'all think of that? If y'all if y'all cared about the game, I'm just kind of assuming that y'all cared or anything. Um, I'll say I didn't care too much because the Knicks are just – they're not good this year. I feel like last year – Last year, I didn't really think they were that good of a team from the beginning. Uh, that was actually the Hawks versus the Knicks was one of the first, like, series I'd have never, like, put a bet on. Because I had a homeboy from New York who was just like, bro, there's no way the Hawks win. I was like, bet, put a hundred up. And, yeah, if, yeah, 4-1. But, um, but, yeah, I feel like, man, it's just crazy. Like, Trey really just kind of took the life out of you know, MSG, right? Like, I mean, I feel like they ain't got much life as it is, though. As I said, they're not really a good team. It's like your best player with Julius Randle. That was a moment. But, like, let's be real. Like, yeah, you know, it's like it, that wasn't going to be able to persist, you know? So, I feel I feel like, you know, the rivalry is, is something that's going to last for, for uh, pretty much ever. You know, they're always going to hate Trey Young. And I like that for him, you know, just to be honest. Like, I feel like that that creates, you know, that makes him a bigger character in this in his story that he's creating for himself, you know? I feel now he's the enemy of New York, you know, just like with Jordan. Jordan, you know, they hated uh, – he was the enemy of New York as well. I mean, I ain't saying Trey on Jordan by any means, but, you know, Reggie he out Miller. there doing his thing. Yeah, exactly, you know? So, yeah, I, I rock with that for him. Yeah, I was um I was living in New York this time last year when the uh, whenever the playoff series first happened and the energy was uh, the energy in the city was crazy. I wish that they were good this year, just because like 
I know people get tired of hearing this, but I do think just because of the fact that the Knicks have the largest fan base, that basketball is kind of better when the team is good. Um, but yeah, shout out to Trado. He, you know, he did his thing. He was, uh, I seen like a little clip of him telling one of the like, heck was on the sideline to hold the L. So, uh, shout out to Trey. He took took uh, took Todd Gibson's ACLs last year. I mean, last night. Facts. Man, that that was crazy. That the game was crazy, man. Like first things first, around the garden before the game, it was like a lot of. You know, people with Hawks jerseys and stuff like that. And I was like, there definitely wouldn't be this many Trey Young jerseys and Hawks jerseys around Madison Square Garden for a Knicks game if it weren't for Knicks fans constantly harassing Trey Young for the past 365 days. Like the fact that they chanted this on Christmas Day when the Knicks were up 30 and Trey Young had COVID, uh, <laughs> and they chanted it at a Corday concert, and they chanted it at this, they chanted it after a Celtics game, they chanted it after another sporting event in the city. Like they chanted this chant for 365 days, uh, no matter what the entertaining event was. And, um, you know, for him to finally come back, be asked questions about it all season long and uh, do what he did. It is, it's fun. It's fun to see. And, uh, you know, that was their Super Bowl. That was like their playoffs because they're not getting into the play-in because of the Hawks win last night as well. So, I mean, you're not getting into the plane, not getting into the playoffs. So this is kind of it for you. And not to say that the Hawks were good or anything like that, but it's just an entertainment value. I, I like it. Even when he did the whole the L thing, uh, uh, quickly beat him and eventually scored on that possession. He switched on uh, Mitchell Robinson and, uh, you know, quickly had like an open layup down the lane. But, you know, they still won the game. If they lost the game, then you look at that video like, Trey, this is why people like don't give you the credit that you think you deserve is because you do things like this on defense but yeah man um I don't know I I enjoyed it a bunch you know to see him break Taj Gibson's ankles and like I said if you saw the video of on Taylor Rooks page you could hear how loud it was in Madison Square Garden when he hit that shot everybody went crazy and bonkers and it's funny because for years and years my entire life they have called Phillips Arena slash State Farm Arena, Madison Square Garden South, or MSG South, right, MSG South. Uh, but that sounded like State Farm North last night. So uh, it is what it is, but I, I just really enjoyed it. That's why I let off with that. It's not the most important news. The most important news is the whole Katanji, Judge Katanji, Jackson Brown, uh, you know, process of her being confirmed as the next seat in the Supreme Court Justice. I just wanted to know... Um, what do you guys think about, I guess, the white people being like, oh, it's affirmative action. And, you know, she's just in there because, you know, she's black and she checks the boxes. I mean, well, she checks the boxes. <laughs> I mean, let's start there. She checks the boxes, you know? Like, my bad for cutting you off, Jelani. But, you know, I just, like, just to go off of that, I saw this one, um, I don't know if it was on Twitter or Instagram, but... I don't know if y'all saw the picture that's going around of all the Supreme Court judges and their criteria in comparison. And it was literally, it was like, I want to say eight different boxes. And she was the only one that checked all eight of them. And the rest of them, they pretty much were, they held office in some form, but like only one like office, you know? Like she's been at every level, you know? And it's just, 
I'll say just to that, as you said, with the white people doing it, you know, I guess for political terms, we'll say the Republicans, you know. <laughs> the, the right. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's like when white people say the left. I hate the woke left. I was like, you mean black people, right? You mean black people? And people who like black people. Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> but no, nah, but for real, it's like, it was so interesting when I saw that they were going at her. Because I was like, bruh, there's nothing really for y'all to, to get at her about, you know? But, you know, they're going to try it because realistically, the Democrats did the same thing when the last Supreme Court judge. Uh, it was, was it that white lady? Yeah, like, Sotomayor? Uh, huh? Well, was Sotomayor the, the last one? Uh, I'm not sure. He was a Republican dude that Trump put in office. Oh, oh, Republican oh, Sotomayor. Woman. Was Sotomayor was during um, Obama's administration. Uh, I'm, yeah, uh, I'm a couple of years behind. Okay, all right. Let, let me look up his name. Yeah, I think it was a woman though. I'm almost positive it was a woman. I can't remember her name. I think it was like Barnett or something. Um, I think. But uh, regardless, like the De- the Democrats, you know, they they came at her. But I mean, realistically, they Amy, had a right to uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, there you oh. go. Yeah, like because yeah, she didn't. She did not have a good resume, and and they, you know, she had a, a kind of a you know one of the questionable past. But I mean, she's a white politician in America, you know, for real, for real. not to even make everything racial and whatnot. But it's just like I think she's a politician in America. Let's just say that. You know, everybody to make it in politics in America, you really got to do what you got to do. It's, you know, it's cutthroat out here. So yeah, it's crazy, man. What's your thoughts on it, Duarte? Judge Joe Brown, Judge Mathis, and Judge Maybelline walked so she could fly. Uh, right. You know, we have to give honor to those, those Black pioneers for even showing that this was possible, that this could be done. Um, right. You know what? When it comes to politics, uh, I'm, I do want to support her just because she's a black woman. But I'll be totally honest. A lot of times, um, I'll have to go back and do research about the politician to see mm. uh, what their beliefs are. Because you know, like no disrespect to Kamala, I don't want to. Uh, not Kamala, Kamala. I want to say her name right. Um, yeah. No disrespect to her, but it's like certain people. I, I don't want to diminish their blackness, but I'm gonna just say that they're uh, a different type of black, you know, where we are, we are not a, a monolith. They're coming different, uh, different backgrounds and varieties. So I would have to go back and see like what type of person she is and what her policies are and things like that before I, you know, go get my Just Katanji t-shirt. But shout out to her though for accomplishment. Right. I think. <laughs> nah, that's a fact. You know, I, it's interesting, you know, that whole situation with Kamala and Joe Biden, you know, you know, and I understand not a lot of people really rock with them right now. Um, and so I have a question, like, do you feel that, you know, and I understand their past, but if you realistically, most people, you know, if you look up their past, especially as a politician, they've done and made some moves that, you know, they do what they, they feel is best that's going to get them to vote for them to move further in their political career. And I feel with Biden, you know, if you have seen the, the documentary on Netflix uh, and it's about the 90s, 
and it's like they have like all the decades you know and yeah the one about the 90s they're talking about or i think it might have been like the 80s or like because i remember it was when bush got elected and bush got elected in 88 so it was like around that time there was a lot of propaganda and fear that was being perpetuated onto like black men and your crime in general you know and so because of that you know as a as a politician, you're going to think, all right, everybody's afraid. Everybody is thinking crime right now. What can I do to put myself further politically and also give the people what they want? And, you know, and so I'm not, and I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but I just, that's the thing. I'm like, people do things in the moment, but I think I, I referenced that with the, the three strikes law, you know, and it's like, that's of course, like, you know, the worst thing that's ever happened to the black community. And, but it's not that I'm saying I'm trying to cape for Biden, but it's just like, what I'm saying is just like, I feel a lot of that has to do with that. But then it's just like, and that's why I'm saying like, a lot of people be like, man, so y'all voted for him. And it's like, all right, so you wanted Trump. And then a lot of people are like, well, I mean, at least Trump would be honest. And it's like, bro, he was the most dishonest president in history. He literally just lied to y'all face over and over and over. And y'all like, he peed on y'all and said it was rain consistently. I don't and, know about y'all, man, but I had to stimmy and... Also, the gas prices were low, bro. And then Trump, like, he was just funny, bro. Like, he was a boss. Like, he just go on Twitter, bro, and just speak his mind. Cuz ain't really, he won't really censor by the politics. For real, for real. So, yeah, man. I mean, he, he was crazy. Like, he might have been a little prejudiced or racist. But, like, I mean, who ain't? You know? You think Biden ain't a racist, bro? Exactly. He made the three strikes law. He the biggest racist of them all. <laughs> like for real, and like, what do you say? No, it's like, bro, like, why are y'all ignoring the fact that we had a a virus last year? Like, Trump was not trying. First off, I feel like people are like trying to rewrite history. Like, this man wasn't arguing against the stimulus. Like, this man was not. It wasn't like he he handled that whole pandemic terribly. He could have easily. Right. I, I'm not trying to. I'm gonna let you talk too, Rashad. I ain't trying to like go off on a point, but like. I was thinking this last year, like when 9-11 happened, that was Bush's saving grace because his approval rating that first year was terrible. And he had, once 9-11 happened, he had something that he could unify the country and go against and right. gain support based off that. That was what the coronavirus was supposed to be for Trump. If he had handled it right and provided financial support for everybody in a timely matter and the actual structure plan, he would have been looked at yeah. as a savior and he would have did a second time. Right. But that's the problem. He wasn't smart enough to ever do none of that, bro. It's like, that's the thing. It's like, I always felt, I was like, I will say this. I was like, you know, I am kind of glad that it's Trump as opposed to some other people that's in his camp because they would be smart enough to execute some of these things that he's trying to put in place. But the problem mm -hmm. is, he will always talk himself out of things. You know, it's just like, like you'll be, you'll be rocking with him for a second, like, all right, okay, maybe he, maybe he is on the right, maybe he not. And then he'll just say something that so left field that just kind of makes it, I don't know, just will mess the whole situation up. And I, I felt like that's what happened consistently throughout his term. And then as you said with the coronavirus, that was like he had opportunity. That was a layup. And then even with how bad he handled it, it still like left people feeling like, nah, I rock with him. 
you know, everybody talking about them Trump bucks. You know, it's like, but that's the thing. I'm like, bruh, any president would have gave out that money, bro. That wasn't like Biden. That wasn't like Trump came out there and said, yo, we got to give the people this money. No, that was Congress. And then the final step, you know, the other thing is, is like the way that he twisted, you know, a lot of the, the media because how it's a lot of it, you know, of course, always the, the final step is the president, but it got to go through uh, Congress first. And it's just like, that's the thing with him being in that final step so many times, it's like, you know, he would, he would let it sit on his desk for a little bit. It's like everybody's waiting, you know? Like, and now that I really think about it, because there's plenty of times with different bills that it's like, we're like, is he going to sign it? Is he not? Like, you know, it's anticipation, you know? And I felt like he used that to his advantage so that it was kind of like, yeah, y'all going to feel like if if it goes into place, it's going to be because of me, you know? And it's like, realistically, Brad, like it was because of everybody. It was really because somebody else who made the bill or made the idea originally and it went through the proper channels. And now, yes, it has to come to you to be the final say. But it's just like, man, I don't know. Like, I, as you said, it's a recent, like people are just like, they're rewriting history in their mind because they're, you know, they're, and they're just making it seem like Biden is just like the worst dude in the world. And I'm just like, you know, and I'm not trying to cape for the man because I'm like, yo, like, I'm not saying he's he's a good president. He's doing his thing or nothing, you know. I'm like, but at the same time, it's just like, yo, he's in his first year. Y'all like, they're like, what has he done for the black community? I'm like, he's in his first year dealing with a pandemic, bro. It's like he can't just stop everything and be like, all right, so this one I'm going to give to the black people real quick, you know. Uh, and that's that's just kind of my my thing about it, you know, because it's like he's only year one. It's like he got three more. Year two, year two, year two. Well, year two, yeah, he's year two. He is in year two. My bad, but yeah, but I'm saying like he just passed year one. You feel me? It's like, and you know, so that's why I, my whole thing about it. I feel it's it's just interesting. Like, what's your thoughts on it, Rashad? Did Did you guys see? Um, side note, did you guys? But something related to it. Did you guys see uh, Cory Booker? Uh, his kind of speech to, to uh, Judge Jackson today. I'm sorry, I got tripped up over my word. Nah, you know? I didn't. All right, cool. Let me pull it up right now. Yo, as you pulling it up, bro, do y'all feel like that man hiding a secret behind his eyes? Who, Corey? Bucket? I feel like, bro, I feel like he's secretly like, or something, bro. Huh? No, yeah, like, for real, bro, like, when I look at him, bro, like, and I said this, and, like, me and my girl, we both feel the same way. It's like, you look at him, and it's like, it's like, bruh, I feel like it might be like, you know, I like, I thought like he, his, how he moves and the way he do certain things, I'd be like, he look kind of suspect. He, he and, just looked like dude from Key and Pill to me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, when he was running for president, like I was like really looking at all the candidates and I was like, I don't know, bro. It's like, he's always like, he's like, don't, don't figure it out. Don't, don't figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> Are you saying he has gay eyes? I mean, I ain't gonna necessarily say he got gay eyes. I'm, I'm saying he got he got eyes that that seems I'm trying to hold this secret back, and I hope y'all don't figure it out. Yeah, so I mean, eyes out the, out the window. <laughs> yeah, all right, you can play the clip, Rashad. <laughs> 
Oh, let America be America again. The land that never has been yet, but yet must be the land where everyone is free. Oh, yes, I say it plain. America never was America to me, but I swear this oath, America will be. That is the story of how you got to this desk. You and I and everyone here, generations of folk who came here and said, America, I'm Irish, you may say, no, Irish or dogs need to apply, but I'm going to show this country that I can be free here. I can make this country love me as much as I love it. Chinese Americans first forced into near slave labor, building our railroads, connecting our country, saw the ugliest of America, but they were going to build their home here and say, America, you may not love me yet, but I'm going to make this nation live up to its promise and hope. LGBTQ Americans from Stonewall women to Seneca, hidden figures who didn't even get their play until some Hollywood movie finally talked about them and how they were critical for us defying gravity. All of these people loved America. And so you faced insults here that were shocking to me. Well, actually not shocking. But you are here because of that kind of love. And nobody's taken this away from me. So you got five more folk to go through, <laughs> five more of us. And then you can sit back and let us have all the debates. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a well-charted Senate floor because it's not going to stop. They're going to accuse you of this and that. Heck, in honor of your person who shares your birthday, you might be called a communist. But don't worry, my sister, don't worry. God has got you. And how do I know that? Because you're here. And I know what it's taking for you to sit in that seat. That was deep. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... I feel like the early part of that speech was like, yo... We repeatedly shitted on all these races of people, every other every other immigrant that came here, but they loved America anyway, regardless of how bad they treated. Like I don't know, I agree with his overall point though. Shout out to shout out to you know. Yeah, it's like the way he wrapped it up, and like you know, you got the tears going and stuff. I was like, all right, all right, I'm with you, bro. But yeah, the way it started, I was like, all right, this man. I was like, I was like, you're doing too much. I, I was looking at her and I was like, dang, she had to listen to this for like three days now. She, uh, it's funny, she had that look on her face, like, all right, bro. <laughs> and like, but then when he started really breaking it down, you know, she had a couple of tears coming down. I was like, oh, all right. Oh no, he he like when 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 he just brought it to English, you know, modern day English, and just pretty much said like, you know, these white folks gonna come after you, but you know, you keep pressing, my sister. We love you, right. sister. Like, you know, that that right. was that was real. Like, I don't know. And then you see all these, like, because, you know, all right, here we go again. It's always come up, right? So her husband is, you know, I'm saying, like, like Kamala, you know, her husband, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, well, so, so, I mean, like, like, you see these things, you know, uh, uh, Corey, Cory Booker, you know, he he dates, you know, uh, kind of a little bit of everybody, everybody and stuff like that. 
you know, so so sometimes, you know, you kind of look at these people with the skeptical eye uh, because you're like, all right, the policy, excuse me, the policies and the track record doesn't show that you're necessarily in favor of us. And then the people you marry is like very telling as well. Um, but I don't know, man, it's moments like these where it's like, is he doing this to sell for the public? Because, you know, it's on C-SPAN right now. Or like at the end of the day, they all know deep down inside who they are, regardless of who they try to be and who they try, try to have been their entire lives. Um, right. I think that's one thing with um, Coons, if you will. It's like, you know, they all know deep down inside who they still are and who they'll always be, no matter how far they try to, uh, you know, separate themselves from that title. Nah, yeah. And that's a good point. You know, and that's the thing I like in the beginning, that's how it really felt. It was kind of like, all right, bro, you doing this just to like because I felt like throughout his his uh his presidency run, he kind of had those moments of like, like, especially like during those debates and stuff. Like it was a couple moments where he was like, he he started kind of, you know, trying to appeal to like the black people and like trying to, you know, and I feel like uh, Kamala did the same thing. I ain't yeah, yeah. I like. Uh, I mean, it's still sometimes now where I'm like, it feels like she knew what she was gonna do right 20, 30 years ago, and that's why she went to Howard. Cause it's like everything right. else about her, right. literally everything else says like she's not for black people, and then it's like, but she went to Howard and she was an AKA, and it's like she did it thirty years ago. So you can't say that she's just doing it because she, you know, knew she was gonna <laughs> run for president. So it was like, I, there are sometimes parts of me that feels like she just knew that she was going to take this path and she was playing 40 chess when she went to Howard and pledged AKA. But that's just, a, you know, I don't know. That's just me being skeptical. No. no, and like, it's so interesting that you said that, bro, because I that's the exact same thing I thought. I was like, I was like, bro, literally nothing else about you. But then it's like, she's an AKA from Howard, though. It's like, hey, <laughs> come on now. Like, how you gonna, like, that's as black as it gets. She can dance pretty well, too. It's not like she can't dance. Okay. What type of dance are you talking about? Yeah, I was just thinking you know, that. She what? could do the, um, you know, just the, you know, some presidents can't do that. She could, she could bank head bounce. Obama did that, and, and they, they played that clip a billion times. Obama did this on the Ellen show, and then punched the little thing, and they said, he's so cool. And then he did this at a at a rally, and they're like, "Oh, they put the they put the Jay Z beat over it. <laughs> they looped it for me." <laughs> that was a crazy time, man. Like it was like every little thing. I'm like, man, look at how easily we are entertained. It's like, uh, yeah. You see that man hit a jump shot. Don't know if he made or missed it, but uh, <laughs> it's like Obama be shooting. <laughs> Obama's so cool, but. The thing about Obama was Obama was doing that before, you know, the internet really popped off. Like the internet was still, it was still green to us to see someone do that on that stage. You know, yeah. like the, the closest thing we have was like Bill Clinton played the saxophone and that's not even that cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it was like, that hold was on, like the closest on, thing. Playing the saxophone. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Play the saxophone. I mean, it, it, is, it, is it more cool than doing this and talking about sometimes you got to Come on, man. Nah, that's a fact. <laughs> I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say it's more cool, but it ain't less cool. Like he did play a saxophone on Arsenio. That's a fact. You know, you, I mean, you got you got to give him some some points for that. 
Yeah, no, 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 for sure, for sure. But uh, it was just like when, when Obama did that, it was like it was new, right? And I don't think it was forced because mm-hmm. the internet wasn't was back then what it was and until now i think the only thing that was like force and new progressive something that was catchy was the yes we can and then you know having the meme generators where you could put your face and your picture and have a yes we can and the uh you know the little animated thing i think that was forward thinking and that was on purpose but him doing the dances and all that i don't know if that was like force and then you know you get to 2016 where everything is forced and corny and whack and it's like we're not that easy to be fooled because we picked up the internet by 2012. We already knew what it was. And so like that point, it was just, corny. I don't know. I was speaking in circles, but you yeah, I was just saying that. You don't think Hillary really had hot sauce in her bag? Uh, I, and I don't think she was, uh, well, she did the TikTok and she was like chilling in Cedar Rapids. <laughs> I didn't even remember. I'm, I'm happy I missed out on that one. I didn't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> She she had the screen flipped and then you know she you know took the little couple seconds to press the button to flip the screen. It was you know the whole kind of like you know your your auntie or something like that on on social media. It was, it was real like that. That's why she lost. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it was skeet skeet's the reason she lost. But um, great segue. <laughs> like what, what do you? Hey, what, what, do you, what do you guys want to talk about next, man? Because I don't know if I want to go into that. You know, it's, it's kind of a month old, but isn't important that we still talk about it, I guess, for the sake of men's mental health or, or anything like that? Or I don't man. want to talk about it seriously. <laughs> we can talk about it. I don't, I don't want to. I feel like every, like, every platform is having, like, the, no, Kanye, you know, you got to really go get some help. And I'm not saying that they're not wrong, but it's like. But they've been saying that for <laughs> years. It's like, bro, like, I've been saying this for years. You you think what you say on your podcast going to change Kanye's thoughts, bro? Or that Kanye's even watching the podcast to be like, y'all should do that. I I think my one thing, though, about the situation is I don't, I hate that, like, it's just like so many, especially like black people. It's just like, man, he's just trying to get his kids back, bro. You know, and it's just like, or he's just trying to see his kids. And it's like, I don't feel like that's what it is. Because that's not what it started as. Like, it was like, I want you back. Well, I still want her and her and her. But I want you. But then now you don't want me. and You got a whole new dude. You a bad mom. Why y'all holding my kids away from me? Why you doing, you know, and I just feel, I don't know, I I'm not really rocking with how he moving, but the documentary hard. So you know, <laughs> I guess <laughs> we're gonna keep moving, but it's just like, man, I I just think because there's so many people that I'm seeing who are kind of agreeing with him, just like, I mean, I'm just saying, like, he do kind of got a point. I mean, like, I'm just saying he's just fighting for his family. Like, come on, bro. And it's like, nah, don't don't give him that. He's not fighting for his family. It's like, he over there in Paris with some other chick. He over there in, you know, blah, 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 with two chicks in a hotel room, all on the balcony. He he living, he doing him. And, you know, it goes back to the comment that I said, you know, when he was on Drink Champs, and he said, he was like, home for me is when I'm FaceTiming my daughter. I said, FaceTiming her? Bro, go see your kids. You feel me? But it's like, I don't know, that... I just wanted to kind of get that tidbit off, but 
I said the documentary hard though. I still need to see episode three. No, um, the the thing with it is, I I think it I think it is a part of the kids. You know what I'm saying? Because, but the thing is, he's been seeing his kids, right? He's been seeing his kids. They've been in there consistently. I think what he's doing that's important is that you know you have to continue to push for it. You know what I'm saying? Like because if you're like see my kid, because if he didn't push for it, then you know, black father not there for his kids, blah, blah, blah. And that's what he's trying to avoid. You can go, Jelani. Yeah, um, from Kanye's perspective, not trying to, you know, not trying to side with him or anything like that. From Kanye's perspective, I do feel only this one piece of sympathy. Uh, the piece of sympathy that I have for Kanye is that usually for me personally, like let's say that uh, a woman breaks up with me or she wants to stop dating me or something like that. And I still like her. What I'll do is I'll fall back, like I'll fall back. But what I like just to be like dramatic and just over the top, I'll just like disappear off social media for maybe like, let's say like three weeks to a month. And during that time, I'll just try to like really get in my bag. You feel me? Like I'll try to drop like 15 pounds out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Right. Try to find some extra money. And then I just like, I might do like the corny uh, Instagram story where like I just happen to be counting money or whatever. like. You know when dudes add women to their uh to they, like close, close friends, friends and they be like, damn, why why did God bless you with such a big dick? Why did this have to happen? Like I might just <laughs> point you like that to try to get her back. But if you Kanye, there's no like what more like there's no more glowing up for you to do. Like you're right. a billionaire. She does like she 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 left you for somebody with much less money, much less success, because she really likes him for him. You just got to take the L. Like, she likes him. You know what right. I mean? That's, that's a hard thing to accept. Your girl likes somebody else. Well, your old girl likes somebody else. Right. No, I feel that, you know. And, you know, kind of to Rashad's point, you know, to the point that Rashad was making, I feel like it's like, you know, I get you saying that he need to push for it, but it's like, is it, are they really blocking him from seeing his kids? Or is he just posting this on social media? You know, because he he made a comment. <clears throat> you know, I know y'all, and as I said, I don't know. At the same, I'm not in a business. You know, none of us really know what's really going on. But you know, to see that Kim have responded to the whole thing about, you know, I haven't been able to see my kid when he made that post with the alien sticker on the book bag, you know, and then she responded, was like, like, stop this. You saw your kids this morning. You know, and that's the thing that kind of, it's like, yo, like, like I get you that it's like it's a good story to put out on the ground. I like y'all not letting me see my kid. You know, I'm just a father trying to do this that, and the other, blah blah blah. But then it's like, but you seeing them though? Like, what what are you saying? Like, what do you, you know? It's just like, what? Why are you doing all of this? And it like, but it goes, but then to Jelani's point, it is kind of like, you know, I'm just trying to get my family back. All this can stop if you just come back home. I'm just saying, you know, but I feel at the same time, though, it's toxic and it's and I just feel like I just hate that, you know, I feel like people aren't really seeing through it um, because and like I'm seeing so many people just be like, yeah, like, nah, Kanye just he just trying to do what he got to do, man, because they're not seeing the full story or they're not trying to see the full story. They just care what Kanye got to say. And they just think it's funny. And it's just like, yeah, Kanye him. But 
Now that that uh that moment where you gotta really accept that like she's completely over you, like it's not like not like not play play like she's really like like down with you. It, it can be humbling at times. It can yeah. be a very very stark realization. They always think, come back. I think no, in his don't. mind, yeah, yeah, they don't. Um, <laughs> not always. Um, like, but I feel like in his mind, he for so long thought like she would never leave me because I'm, you know, I'm me. You know, like he's gonna probably put her through heck of stuff, you know, but it's just like at the same time, you know, seeing her talk, and I guess also from her perspective, I think it's like it's it's just this whole situation kind of crazy. Nobody's thinking about how this is affecting her, but you know, everybody just wanna paint Kim and that whole family as the as the villains. You know, it's like y'all mess because they white. You know about exactly, and they're Kardashians. It's like it deeper than them being. What you say, bro? Get on. He leave y'all for white girl. Oh, facts. You know, but I feel like when she was talking about how the realization that she, you know, that when he moved to Wyoming. And that when they were separated, like that part of like them having that type of relationship was better and more cohesive. It was a real like for her, she said that was a realization that like this isn't really working. It's like we can't even be together for real. You know, it's like the only way this relationship works right now is for you to be in a whole other state. And while I sit here and take care of the kids, but you out in Wyoming, you know, sitting here trying to make a mess up Drake's rollout. So, you know, it's just like, like that's why I say from her perspective, it's kind of that. I think that's why I feel like it's messed up too, because it's like, yeah, it's cool, because it's just like everybody wants to see Kanye versus Ski, but it's like there's a whole other person that has to deal with ridicule, <clears throat> that has to deal with just all this stuff that being posted. So, not just yeah, I'm like, if this was, you know, let's be real, if this was like somebody, one of y'all sisters, or like you know, something like that, y'all would be like, man, this man Kanye need to chill. Like, y'all will feel completely different, but it's Kanye, you know? So it's like, whatever. Yeah, right. people don't see these people as real people, you know? But, you I mean, know, I'll say facts. Go ahead, bro. Well, I was going to say, you know, that kind of segue to something else that I wanted to speak about. Like, how y'all feel about Naomi Osaka? Like, that last, you know, we didn't talk about her crying before. Well, she, I'm like, she gave... I mean, but but she gave the what you call she gave her reasoning for it. Mm -hmm. It made a little more sense because it was like you know I don't know if y'all heard the reasoning, but she was like it just reminded her of you know when Sir Venus and Serena were being you know racially harassed there a few years ago, and uh, it was really bad. So I kind of get it because it was like you know I guess triggering that trauma to look that up and remember that moment, and then you kind of get. You know, the first little thing that someone says to you, you know, you kind of think back to it and you break down. So I get that. Um, so so I'll put that prerequisite out first. Uh, and then and then I'm sure, like, I agree with y'all for the rest of the point. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, how you feel about it, Johnny? I, I didn't even watch the video. I saw um, I saw the headline where the, I just saw a video for crying over something. Usually, like when a black woman is crying, I'm gonna just side with her. Um, 
but I didn't know what the context of the video was. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch it. Yeah, like pretty much what Rashad said, like, you know, a heckler said something to her. She started crying. She said it made her start thinking about when Serena and Venus were uh, heckled there. <clears throat> and she said that you kept replaying in her mind. And, um, you know, my thing is, it's like, it's not that I'm not siding with her. Cause I'm, it's like, it's a, it is a very understandable thing that happened. But I feel, I think like, just in my personal opinion, it's like, she needs to really like, I, I'm sure she's in therapy after this, you know? But I think just like, these moments are gonna continue to happen. And then they see that your skin is thin, you feel me? So it's like, it's not gonna stop. I think, you know, I think she should just take a little time to get her, like her mental health, like fully together. And, you know, that's just my personal opinion. She's young. It's not like I'm saying retire forever or nothing, you know, but it's just like, just take a moment to really like get your head in the game because it's like, what it was maybe like three months ago that she like, you know, she had the last like real situation where she really broke down and whatnot. And, and it's just kind of like, I know she said she's going to take a break, but then it's like, bam, like she back at it again. And it's just like, how long was that break for real? Because it seemed like it was only like a month, like a month and some change, if that. So it's like, you just only taking a month and some changing. That's not really helping you. I think she like, So I get that, but yo, can y'all see me? Yeah, you yeah, yeah up for a Oh, okay. Like, okay. Do y'all see me now? Y'all, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, you good now? <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess. Yeah, but more of the story is, I just feel like, yeah, she. I think just really take a like a break. You know, like she said, she was taking a break, but like a month or like you know two months. That's that's not really that long term. That's that's not really that long of a time. You know, it's I think really, really maybe like six months. It ain't got to be a year, but just take some time to really get your mental health together. You know, really, I don't know, really dig deep for all these things so that you, you know, this stuff can you can be able to take this stuff on. But yeah, yeah, I don't know, Rashad, what you doing? If you can't stand the heat, stay out the kitchen. But right now I'm driving to uh <laughs> I gotta go pick up uh this thing so I could drop it off to someone tomorrow. Cause yeah, I'm I'm about to go out of town again tomorrow. So yeah, that that's what happened. Someone was like, hey, can you tell so-and-so to get my thing? And yeah, that so yeah, domino effect. So I'm I'm about to hit the road. <laughs> but but true, true. true. if you can't stand the heat, stay out the kitchen is a is an insensitive way to look at it, but I mean the truth is, man, life is hard, bro. Life is hard in anything, you know what I'm saying? And I know that's a very dismissive and rude way to go about it. <clears throat> um, so, you know what I'm saying? All due respect to her. You know, as professional tennis players, tennis is all you know because you literally have to train so hard for it for so long, so many hours, put so much, put so much time into it because, you know, the window is so young, you know, right? Like, it's like 30 or washed, right? So the thing that Serena Williams is doing at, you know, darn near 40, uh, all that good stuff, like, that isn't realistic. So the fact that um, 
you know, Naomi is who she is. She's probably at a point where she's like, dude, like, what else am I supposed to do? Like, this is the only thing that I've ever known. And this is the thing that I love the most is playing the sport of tennis. But being a professional athlete comes with way more than just playing the sport. Uh, you know, you have to deal with everything right. that comes with it. Being a celebrity, period, you have to deal with way more than doing what you're famous for. It's what, it's what you sign up for. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's an unfortunate situation. You know, we wish the best one for her. Uh, it just comes with the territory, you know. And, uh, I mean, she's the highest paid woman in all the sports. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you are the highest paid woman in all the sports. And, uh, and so, yeah, like, it's not going to be all peaches and cream. You know, it never is. Uh, so, so yeah, that, that's what I have to really say about the situation beyond the prerequisite of, um, you know, maybe just remembering what happened to Venus and Serena just kind of that was triggering trauma for her and, uh, you know, really just pushed her over the edge. But, yeah, yeah, that, that's how I feel about it. Right. Did, did, the, uh, did the heckler say something racist to her or was, like, what was the heckler saying? Naomi, you saw Oh, I mean, yeah, that's kind of, I mean, I don't know. Tennis is different, though, because you really don't, most of the time, you don't really see, it's usually like a golf crowd, whereas they're not, they're, they might, like, they might all be rooting for one person, like, that we want Tiger to win or whatever, but you don't normally see where they single one person out and be like, yeah, we're going to boo this person or heckle this person. Like, I've never... I've seen like little interactions of tennis people or tennis players interacting with the crowd, but I had never seen like, uh, for the most part, like a single heckler just be like, yo, we going off this one person. Was it just that person or was it multiple people? It was just that person. It was just the one person. Oh, well, yeah. I ain't gonna call her sensitive or nothing like that. You know what I mean? It might just, you know what it is? It might just be one of those things like they got that saying, the straw that broke the camel's back, like, it yeah. might have just been something building up over time to where that was just the one thing that set her over the edge, you know what I'm saying? Fellas, fellas, we, we all have jobs, right? Yeah. yeah. We all have managers or higher-ups that have said something that we didn't really like how they said it to us, right? Right. But it's a part of the job. Right. But I think it does have a limit too, though. They got to be something that your manager can say to where you'll be like, "Yeah, I'm not tolerating that." Like, it got to be a certain limit to where. Not to say that that heck, I don't know. I, I don't think Naomi, you suck is like the craziest thing to say to somebody. But she, she was trying to stop the match um, and grab the microphone from the official and you know say something to the crowd during the match, but that's against the rules. So uh, yeah, she couldn't do that. Yeah, that's uh, so I didn't know she did all that. But well, I didn't know she did that. I ain't gonna say all that, you know. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, yeah. But I feel it. You know, as I said, I just think she should take a if take a little time. Stand the heat, stay out the kitchen. It's only gonna get worse. You know, and it's a mental health girl now. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like it's unfortunate. The good news is, like I said, you're the highest paid woman in all the sports. You got eight other businesses that's popping. You making 200 to 500 million. You know, you can find a way to live off your celebrity. You know, your boyfriend's Corday. You know, you could you can get into acting. You can get into 
a lot of things where you just kind of hide away from the hills, you know what I'm saying, and only pop out to get your fit picks off on red carpets. You can do that if you want, you know what I'm saying? Right. But if you continue in your passion of tennis, you will do that on a professional level without dealing with tough questions from the media after you lose, without dealing with tough fans who don't like you because you're popping and you're black, right? You're, you're going to always deal with that because that's the hand that we're dealt. Right. Exactly. You know, and that's, and that's kind of, you know, to that point, I understand, you know, definitely protect the athletes and, you know, I understand protect their mental health and everything, but it's just like, what, what, you know, at what point, you know, like at, to what extent? Cause then it's just like, y'all don't be wanting to talk to the media. You know, you hate getting asked real questions. You know, somebody who doesn't really rock with you, they say something. And then now it's just like, it's a big deal. You're kind of like, man, at some point you got to realize this is what you signed up for, you know? And I think there's so many people who are in professional settings, you know, who are in a profession, like professionals in their field. And they feel like, I don't know, like I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to deal with all this stuff. Like, you know, like even with the Summer Walker, like, you know, she don't really perform. She has a beautiful voice though. So it's just like, but she's just gonna sit there on the chair and just sing. Which, you know, as I said, it's cool though. Cause you know, she's beautiful. I mean, she has a beautiful voice. But at the same time, it's just kind of like you, you just pay being, some money. being an artist, exactly. Being an artist is way more than recording the record in your room and putting it out to the world and making money off of it and being famous forever and going on Instagram Live and making jokes. It's more than that. It's like you, you have to do press. You have to do photo shoots. You have to do interviews. You have to do meet and greets. You have to sign autographs for the fans. You have to stay late. You, you have to do all of those. That's a part of what you signed up for. It like there's there's no job in the world that is just all roses and easy. And even being an entrepreneur and grinding for yourself until you can, you know, afford yourself the freedom. You're like, you're going to have parts of that that you don't like. You know, your clients, your customers won't pay you on time. Like there's stuff in everything. Life is difficult for everybody at every level. Rich, poor, middle class. It is what it, you just got to deal with it, bro. Like, I'm sorry. And then, you know, you think about, you know, Mo, when you were talking about that, what it reminded me of was Miss USA. Miss USA, uh, she can't take it anymore, you know, because she put so much pressure on herself from being, you know, a previous US Miss USA to being, you know, a journalist. Uh, you know, a lot of high pressure type fields, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it's sad that that happened, you know, before she got to 30. But, man, this junk is like, if you can't stand the heat, stay out the kitchen. That's how I feel about it. Right. Wait, hold on, time out. She, 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 what, what happened with Miss USA? Did she commit suicide or something like that? Yeah, a former Miss USA. She uh, she had killed herself. I think, what, she jumped out her window or something? Uh, <laughs> off the she went to the 30th floor of our, uh, of our apartment building and uh, jumped out. How you you can't say if you can't take the hits, he he get out the kitchen about that though like that's that's kind of od that ain't even like the same thing like that's not even like like that that don't even really correlate with Naomi. 
Well, I guess he was saying like, you know, she then got into the journalism field and then she felt a lot of pressure from that as well, you know? And, and it's like, I get the overall messages. It's like a lot of people you're pursuing things without and wanting it to be on your own terms, or it's just like not realizing that what comes with it, you know? And I think that's just the issue. Sometimes people don't really understand, like people get into journalism thinking, I just want to write stories. It's not just writing stories, you know? It's like, right. like you know, this man Rashad's finna, you know, catch another flight tomorrow. So it's just like, it's, and the people- Sometimes also, you, sometimes you gotta deal with Deion Sanders calling you a coon in front of 40 black people on the Zoom. Right. Yeah, yeah so. I, I, I get your overall point. There are like, no matter what dream that you do have, um, I feel like there are always, negative aspects that you're not able to see coming until you actually get into it and unfortunately in Naomi's case uh we're in this social media era where you know the, the like if this if this happened let's say 15 20 years ago um it would have been a story on sports center for like one or two days and then we keep it moving but now because we have things like podcasts and we have social media where you know, these topics will trend for a week to week sometimes where people talk about the same thing. Um, we're able to dissect these people more so than they would have been at a, a certain point. So, but I agree with your overall point that no matter what, um, at a certain point, there's going to be a negative aspect to it. Right. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you a quick question, though. Did you have like a topic you want to bring up real quick? No, nah, you good. What's up? What's like the like the the wildest line you ever hold a, a rapper tell? Like the most preposterous, like just that just you know comes to your head. Um, I ain't gonna cap that that young dro line on uh uh FDB remix when he is like I'm shredded in a penis. I was like that that threw me off. I ain't gonna cap. Uh, I was like, that was out there. No, I said the wildest lie. Oh, oh, I thought you said lie. That was a wild line, um, though. We actually, we could do that. That's probably better. Yeah, the wildest line. You could, yeah. No, that might um, be better. Well, I mean, what you got a lie that you thought of you had in particular? There's a few lies in hip hop history that I think about <laughs> often. Uh, Quavo Which said he met his plug on top of a mountain. That was always crazy. <laughs> that, that, like that, just from like a, a physical like optic standpoint, how does that how does that work? Like did you take a helicopter to the mountain he took one too? Uh that one was crazy. Young Scooter said he shot he shot somebody in the club in the middle of the he said oh, he said he shot somebody in the throat in the middle of the club. They owed him a brick. Um and just casually like I guess you just casually walked out after that. Like security yeah, no. didn't stop you a ruckus didn't commence <laughs> at that point. That's crazy. Right. Um, Rick Ross said he went hand gliding. That's another one that's like self-explanatory. Uh, yeah, like, Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Oh, another one that we like Rick Ross on hustling. He said he knew the, the real Noriega, and the real Noriega owed him a hundred favorites. Like that's like, that's pretty crazy on the song right there. No, nah, that's sorry. Is he is he still uh he still driving? Yeah, yeah. Hold hold on. Give, give give me a second. Come back to me in like five minutes. Yeah, you good, buddy. You good, dog. <laughs>
I don't want. I don't want to throw you off your purpose right now. Right. <clears throat> but no, the reason I asked, I was just thinking, like, oh, go ahead, bro. No, nah, go ahead, bro. No, I was just thinking about how like rap music. That's not to get too like too deep. Like rap music is like the only genre where, like, I'm joking around about the rappers being liars, but I feel like rap is the only genre where we expect people to like actually be the person that they say they are. Like, no one is expecting. Arnold Schwarzenegger to walk around as the Terminator all day. Right. No. So if you're a rapper a and you rap about selling bricks, you gotta be like on Pablo Escobar mode 24-7. Oh wait, hold on. My bad. Hold on. There we go. Okay, I got y'all again. <laughs> all right, all right. The wildest lie. My bad, Jelani, for cutting you off. I, oh, I didn't good, hear you uh, when I came back. Um the wildest lie that I've ever heard a rapper tell. Uh, wildest lie. I got some cops on me, so I just put down the phone. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me think. Wildest lie. Uh, it's I'm the size of the Eiffel Tower. I don't know which rapper said that, but which whichever rapper said that is uh is John John was the size of the Eiffel Tower. That is 100% uh, false. I think that's probably the... No, no. Uh, what's, what's the crazy one? Hold on, hold on. All right, y'all come back to me. Y'all come back to me. <laughs> Wait, how you, how, how you know it's big, not as big as I can tower, though? I, I... Hey, look, man. Look, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're I'm right, Jelani. You're right. How, how do I not know as big as the Eiffel Tower? Uh, it might be a grower. You're right. You're right. A grower, and he just he can hide it when he walks. You know, in his five ten frame. Yeah, it's a superpower. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, shoot, what's the wildest lie I've heard? In because dudes be just saying things, bro. Like, yeah. Oh, there you go. All right, I see him. All right, I found who I'm looking for, yo. We can say lines instead of lies. Like we ain't gotta, we ain't gotta say. We can say lines, the wildest line you've heard. Because I got a couple of lines that's wild too, just in general. Uh, I feel I like we don't, we don't talk. I feel like we don't talk enough about the fact that Mac Main said he wanted to fuck a 15 year old Miley Cyrus, or no, excuse me, he told 15 year old Miley Cyrus to hire holler at him in three years. And said right. that he exchanges deep cards with the retards in the same yeah. verse. Yeah. And we yeah. just kept dancing. <laughs> hey, it was it was towards the end of the song. So I think we were we were just already in the vibes. That's what it was. <laughs> it's like if he would have started the song off with that, we, I don't know how that song would have went. Yeah, no, if he came out the gate just like first line, like. Yeah, hey, how you doing? What's going on? I'm Mac May. I want to fuck Miley Cyrus in three years, and I currently fuck retards. I don't think that that would have. I don't think that that would have went over the same way. I'm gonna gotta. I see me with her. That was a wild era. No Stevie Wonder. No Stevie Wonder. Wait, isn't isn't there like uh? Oh yeah, on City Girls, on the the uh, record Lady Yachty wrote, and it said, uh, <laughs> "What did it say? 
or Kitty Ball breast cancer or something like that, or uh, Kitty Pink breast cancer or something like that. What, what was the line in that? And act up. Uh, it was it no, was something I'm, like ball cancer, yeah. Yeah. No, I I think I don't think it was act. I think Yachty said that on his own. He did say something about oh. like her, her, her kitty ball, like she got cancer or something like that. Yeah, he, he said something out of pocket like that once. Or it was like like we said, the city girls on act up. I want to yeah. say Drake got that off first though. Yeah. He, he did a cancer line. Ball chemo. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, why am I laughing? I didn't mean to laugh this bad. I apologize. Man, he's done miracles on me. I don't know, man. Donda, Donda got some bangers on it, and Donda too. Donda too is nice as well, man. The fact that he threw that uh, together so fast with so many like uh current references and stuff, it's a pretty mm -hmm. good album. It's a pretty good project. Donda too, by the way, coming out on all streaming platforms in a couple days. Okay. I was gonna say, I feel like that album don't even exist. Facts. I, I wanted to ask you, Jelani, because you said you're good off the Falcons. I wanted to ask you about the entire Deshaun Watson. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Are we, are we trying to stray away from too much sports? Because we already talked about Trey Young and the Knicks. But, like, I guess this goes I mean, with women as well. On Women's History Month, um, just, you know, how, how you feel about that entire Deshaun Watson becoming the highest paid player in NFL history? after facing 22 uh, allegations from different women. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nasty, but it's the NFL. Like, the NFL has consistently shown that um, if you're a bad person but it's not on video, you good. Like, and even if it's on video, as long as it's not, like, basically just don't be Ray Rice. Like, don't straight up knock your wife out on camera or something like that. And then you good as long as you're not criminally charged for anything. Um, you know, it doesn't really because I think Ben Roethlisberger, I think he set it out of court both times when he got accused. And as soon as he retired, you know, it was a bunch of the best of Big Ben compilations. So I feel like uh, it, it just doesn't matter in the NFL if you're a good player and you, you, as long as you're not straight up like criminally assaulting women to the point where they could prosecute you or it's on camera or something like that, you straight. Now, from Matt Ryan's point of view, it is, I, I can see why that would be a little bit insulting that this happens to be the guy that y'all want to pick after me. Like, y'all, y'all, you know, getting ready to trade me for, for the nasty man. But uh, it's, it's a business, you know what I'm saying? He's a young quarterback, he's talented, he's not going to be criminally charged for anything. So, they're willing to overlook the civil cases. Did y'all see how they're structuring his deal? Like his contract? Yeah, so he doesn't, he only gets uh, paid a million dollars the first year in case he gets suspended. Yeah. Yeah, nasty, nasty uh, business, man. <clears throat> Here's my thing about, like, I, and not to cut y'all off, I ain't trying to, like, jump in to make a point. Like, like, I know he's not criminally charged. But it's just this thing where I'm seeing people like, yeah, you know, the system, they got it right. You know, they, he's not found guilty. That's like, fam, 
when do y'all or don't y'all like y'all real inconsistent about when the justice system is right and and all that like i don't think dude is a straight up rapist i don't think he was just like taking it from anybody or anything like that but he clearly did some creep stuff at some point it's like 22 women not just pulling this up out of nowhere bro i'm sorry like so to a certain extent he's a nasty guy my thoughts about it i will say this though I think, you know, it would just, I will say too, but I mean, at the same time, they could have just been covering up, but just the Texans and then the history of, you know, uh, the owner, the McNair family, the racist history, how Deshaun was like, fuck y'all. I don't even, I don't, well, you know, my bad, but, you know, he was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to play for the team no more. And then it's like, oh, you don't want to play for us no more? Say less. Hey. You know, all this stuff came up. So I will say that's that's the only thing I will say. Like, you know, and I'm not siding with the man. I'm not, you know, victim shame. I'm not saying, you know, the women, you know, they're lying or anything like that. But as I said, it is just, you know, it's interesting. Like I want I definitely want to see how this is going to turn out, you know, but it is kind of interesting how it all came up while he was in dispute with the Texans who are just kind of like, we're not finna just give you up, bro. You know, like, you can come back and play for us. And he was like, nah, I'm still not playing for y'all. It's like, all right, bet. You know, it's cool. Like, we'll see how your career goes. So, you know, that's just, that's my only thing, you know? Because I'm like, buddy definitely got enough money, like, to pay at least 22 women to come out, you know, and be like, and have an issue. So, that's just, you know, devil's advocate. But at the same time, I'm not saying nobody's lying. You know, the the situation gonna work itself out. Like, you know, if he has to pay, he's gonna pay. You know, if he don't, he don't. It's just it, you know, what's gonna happen is gonna happen. But I will just say to that devil's advocate, it's just like because people do do that. That is something that does happen, you know. So it's not out out of realm, you know. It's not like this is just like, oh man. And, it, and I'm saying the person who owns the Texans, their racist history already, they, you know, it's like, this is not beyond them at all. You know, so that's just my advocate, I mean, my devil's advocate to it. But I mean, you know, at the same time, I'm glad my boy Deshaun back, you know, I do rock with him as a player, you know, so, but, you know, if he, if he is doing something nasty, then, hey. I'll let the, the court judge that. Great football player. Well, yeah, I do like him as a player. I just – I give him more of the benefit of the doubt if it was, like, one or two women. Like, if it was, like, two women out of nowhere after the yeah. – you know, after you got to get I could be like, all right, I could see where people was coming from. 22 is just kind of crazy. Like, once we get to the – to, like, you could play, like, a, a football field with both sides of the women. That's when it's kind of wild. But – uh, you know, I was seeing, I, I, Rashad, I didn't mean to cut you off if you was going to speak or anything like that. Oh, you might, you might be busy right now. Oh, yeah. If anything, I was just going to say, oh, go, go ahead, Jelani, I'll let you go. No, just real quick, I was just seeing, we were talking about this in the group chat. I was seeing, um, at first, when people thought he was going to trade to the Falcons, it was uh, Falcons bloggers, like, quitting their jobs and threatening to quit their jobs and things like that. 
and then I was seeing a lot of Browns fans that, even though the Browns have a very little fan, fan base, there were some Browns fans that were kind of like, yeah, this is where I got to draw the line. Like, I can't support this dude. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be interesting for me to see, like, some people. How, let's say, like, five years from now, he's taking you to a Super Bowl and he's played at the MVP level. Like, are y'all going to come back? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I'm just like, I'm just kind of curious, just like, what exactly did he do? That's the other thing. Nobody ever, like, like, can you can you explain, like, can anybody explain what they felt he did? Because it's like, I, I'm going to go off of one of the stories that I heard from one of the, vic- from the victims. She About said, the, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I, well, I was going to say that, like, and so, as I said, if you can tell me more, I would, like, I would love to hear it. But it's like, she had made a comment, she had said that she walked in, he was, like, completely naked. She said she felt intimidated didn't say he said anything but she felt intimidated and then went and did the massage and and then she said she felt because he was just this large this large man was just sitting there it's just like she felt like i gotta just do it and but that's why like i will say my only thing is i didn't i haven't heard them say him say like yo you better give me this massage yo you better do blah 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 but you know like if you just laying there on the on the massage bed, no towel or nothing, but naked, then you wild. I will give you that. You are wild. But and I think, but that's kind of also to the point of like, you know, and as I said, Rashad, if you got more info, definitely, you know, like bring it about. Um, it, it's not much more than, than what you said. From from what I heard, it was like, you know, uh they walked in, he was completely naked. They was like, yo, please. Let me put this towel over you, blah, blah, blah. And he like, yo, okay, I'll, I'll put a little towel on, but, you know, I really need to, you know, feel as much as possible, you know, something like that. And, uh, you know, he was hard, you know what I'm saying? And, he, you know, he nutted on one of the girls, and you know, during the massage. And, you know, like, <laughs> like that's what I was hearing, man, you know, or, or what, of what I read, you know, from, um, from the allegations and their testimonies and stuff like that. So... Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? If you know you, you know what I'm saying. If if you yeah, like like you said, first things first, it's supposed to be a professional kind of exchange type of deal. You know what I'm saying? So as a man, I don't know. For me, uh, probably just because of you know, uh, me kind of even seeing what you know any type of trouble you can get in for anything like in those lanes, like. I just know I'm just over, you know, I'm saying I overcompensate for uh, for making the woman feel non-threatened, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want no parts of getting in, you know what I'm saying? I don't want no parts of getting in trouble. I want you to be able to say anything like, you know what I'm saying? I don't even look your way, you know what I'm saying? If I feel like you might, you know what I'm saying? I won't even look at you too long. Anyways, I say all that to say like, you know, bro, you, you just... If those allegations are true, if it really went down to the extent that they were saying it did in court, uh, I think for Deshaun's sake, like, bro, like, you got to just chill out, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if someone is saying they feel uncomfortable, I don't know if if you should have your thing out on hard. And yeah, definitely, no, I did. You, shouldn't be, you shouldn't be nutting on the lady that you're paying, the professional, bro. Like, it, that just sounds it, insane. You know, and I'll say also, it's like, 
bro, you a different dude if you sitting there just nothing and she ain't even touching you. You feel me? And, and your like, girlfriend she, is Jilly, bro. Yeah, you know, it's and not like, even so like you're not just a bad woman. Your girlfriend is Jilly, dog. You got one of the baddest in the game, bro. You yeah, you know, but that, it's just like. Yeah, I, I, I'm a, I definitely want to hear more of the testimony and everything. Because I'm just like, I'm just like, this, this man just like, he just, just nutted. She ain't touched his his, his penis at all. She just, it's got to like, be his king. It's got to be his king. Yeah, you know, and like, I can see Cause, it. Cause you know? Remember, he was getting like, how many massages? They said he was getting like 28 massages a week. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was some number like that. He was getting like 14 massages a week or something like that. Something crazy. You know, but it's just like, I guess, you know, to another point, it's like him being a sexual deviant. It's like, you know, and I guess he is making them uncomfortable. So it's just interesting because I'm like, it's interesting hearing this and it's like, it's not a criminal thing, but you know, it's like for it not to be criminal, it's like, should he be canceled? You know, and that's the thing I'm just like, it's like, but if you're making people feel uncomfortable, then, you know, I could see that, you know, it's like, it, but that's, it's just, it's a crazy situation. It's just, that's what I'm saying. Cause I, I don't think I can remember too many instances where somebody is just, you just a creep, you know, it's like, you don't commit a crime, but you be doing some creepy stuff, you know? And cause it's usually, if you a creep, you probably committing a crime. You feel me for it to get, to this point so i think that's like that's the other thing this is just kind of unprecedented you know it's just like wow like this celebrity is a he's a creep just like a lot of you dudes are probably creeps too you know but <clears throat> like real and the, i think uh-huh, that's 100 percent. You, you see it all the time you know um and everywhere and and like you know just in my time kind of like watching professionals from afar and stuff like you see like little things or whatever and you know, someone addressed it a couple of years ago uh, within NABJ, you know, just calling out the predatory behavior that they see. And this is all public information. So it's not like I'm like exposing something, but, you know, with certain people um, who might have come up, you know, at a young age, you know, people have rumors because, you know, they see at the parties and at the conferences, uh, which veteran and which big name journalist is kind of linking up with like this student journalist. And, you know, that kind of a lot of people will say looks good. And, you know, mm-hmm. even get some, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, Mo, you probably know who I'm talking about. So, uh, right. But, but yeah, so, so yeah, I mean, it, it's everywhere, bro, where you see like people in positions of power. Um, and it all comes back to like them being treated higher than thou and not having the right type of people in their circle to be like, to check them and keep them humble. And it's crazy that it's like, that this is going on with Deshaun a little bit. I mean, cause on one end he is human, right? But on the other end, he's such a humble dude and, you know, he comes from a good family and stuff that you would think he would know better than to do something like this because, I mean, but, I don't know. You know I don't know. I'm just, know, I'm talking, crazy. I'm trying to figure it out myself. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, because also I could see, as a, and that's, it also goes to the thing I said about the Texans and stuff, because it's like what he, what he's doing, I'm pretty sure is not, outside the realm of what a lot of these like professional athletes do you know like just to be honest it's like i doubt he's just this outlier 
you know? It's like, I'm pretty sure there are plenty of dudes who are getting multiple massages a week, you know? And especially, like, you can hire, like, a, a bad chick, you know? you sitting there picking them, you know? But it's, like, it's so interesting because I feel like easily if, you know, the women probably, like, they do this, they're doing this all the time, you know? And it's just like, yeah, there's a few guys that oh, I hate giving this guy a massage. He always makes me feel uncomfortable, you know? And then, you know, let's say somebody approaches you and be like, hey, you got you gave Deshaun Watson a massage, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, I really didn't like it. Huh, you didn't, huh? Why? Uh, did he do did he do X, Y, and Z? He did, and I hated it. You know what? Here's a little check. We trying to, hey, we trying to get him out of here. You feel me? So, but I'm not saying that he's wrong, mean that he's right. You know, it's like, it's still wrong for him to be doing that, but it's just so interesting, you know? I say, because that's why it's a weird thing for when it's like, yeah, you're doing some crazy stuff, but you got exposed because of a whole other situation that's still kind of messed up, you know? Like, so it's, it's really a double-edged sword, you know? It's like everybody's losing here. But, you know, I, I you say you just... All you can hope, this is a learning lesson for all the dudes out there. You know, they made him the poster boy. As I said, I know he's not the only one, but I bet people going to move different, you know? So if, you know, at least that comes from it, you know, protect our queens, whatever ethnicity they are, but especially the black ones. Ma, I feel like we didn't really elaborate on your point enough, but like we kind of got off your point too quick. Like, in order for you to nut without being touched, like you just, the nut right. just like seeps out of you. You gotta be a wild boy. Bruh, facts, facts. Like you, yeah, if you just, like she hit the thigh, you over there, ah, like. Just like, just, just, just seep out, like Hold how, on, what's the noise you made, Mo? Nah. What's the noise, what's the noise the sound made? When they no, got I, to the I, I was we trying to get you ready for oh. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, oh, bro, oh, that's, oh. that's crazy, man. Like, but yeah, but you know, and it's like, bro, if you, I'm like, your girl, Jillianis, bro. I'm like, bro, there's no way you, that's why I'm just also, it's like, like, if shorty, if that girl touch you, I'm like, bro, you must, you can't do nothing. But bro, nah, I, I seen, I seen videos of, of her all hugged up on them, and they rapping little baby lines, bro. And he looked just fine, bro. And he didn't touch his eyes or nothing. But let him, let him uh, put the towel on, and she touched that thigh. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they don't, they don't have no type of. <laughs> Well, let me chill. <laughs> they don't have no type of buildup, no type of, no, no scenes or nothing, no, uh, no, no outfits, no, you know, anything. It's just the kind of. Okay. I've, I've never, I've never busted a nut without being touched. I've never experienced that emotion. Facts. Like you're just full fledged. I don't know. I don't want to just focus on that. It's just like a very interesting concept to me. I heard Kevin. I, I want to say Kevin Gates. I heard something. Kevin Gates has done a lot of wild things, according to him. But uh, I heard him yeah. say that before in an interview. That when he was in jail, he wouldn't masturbate. He would just think about something, and then he would just nut. That was his his spiritual release. 
He also said he started a car with his bare hands to charge the battery, like static shock. <laughs> that, that, that's the wildest lie I've heard from a rapper. That's the wildest. <laughs> now, we're talking about lies that we've heard rappers say in real life. I've heard some crazy, some wild lies from rappers. Yo, real quick, just uh, before we go into that, y'all ever nutted from a twerk? No, no, I've never. I, 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 I've, I don't know. Y'all took a little. Y'all took a little minute to respond. <laughs> nah, I, I've been, I've been rock solid off of this word, but I never, I never nutted like full fledged, like came in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Right to bust a nut off a twerk. Hey man, yeah. sometimes hey, you gotta think. Sometimes if you've been in a drought, bro, it don't take much. Yeah, and I, I can see in like eighth grade, eighth grade, maybe. Like, you know, you catching your first twerk, she going crazy, you backed up against the wall, you holding your humble. Okay, all right. <laughs> but man, you know, like definitely like. Nah, but you know, stay solid, ten toes, man. You know what I'm saying? For real, bro. Like, <laughs> that joint, you know what I'm saying? Like, but hey, but look, man, like, for real, bro. Nah, I ain't never. What me? Never. But yeah, in my sleep before. Oh, okay. We we ain't gotta talk about the place that we met it, bro. But I was saying, but but that was but that was without you know, office. but that was without you know. what I'm saying, Jelani said I've never had you know no contact or whatever. And that happened. I was, yeah, and then you know, so that that that's that was my moment. You know, what I'm saying, and wake up. She oh, said, "Look, my no hair." <laughs> I said, "I said, look, my no hands, man." I was sleeping. <laughs> that boy, get nah, I'm right. definitely. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. Was, I was like, Jelani, yeah. please say something. Don't don't let the laugh go on too long. With your, uh, on that note of, yeah, go ahead, please. Somebody, please save the moment. No, I feel like that was a, a good. Uh, I feel like I feel like the podcast crowd can relate to us on the topic of. Uh, I I didn't plan for us to talk about nut busting for five minutes, but here we are. <laughs> Ladies, not too. Salute to uh, Deshaun salute. Watson becoming the highest paid player in NFL history. Salute to Colin Kaepernick going Maybe. on his uh, uh, American American tour, uh, showing off his workouts. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My boy gonna make it to the Seahawks, man. Man, this Colin. this will be the time for the Falcons to sign him, bro. Uh, all them years that people were saying sign him, this is the time. We already got Mariota, bro, and then we about to get Malik Willis. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he gonna be third. I mean, at least have him on staff. Yeah, but you know he don't want to just be on staff. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. He he could start in. Uh, yeah, he could start in Seattle. Who's Carolina's uh, quarterback? Is it still Teddy Bridgewater? No. Nah, right? Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, the backup for Miami. Now nah. he went. He played for the Broncos last year. What? Oh, he did. Yeah. 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 So who's uh, Carolina's? Uh, Sam Donald. But, Sam you know, Donald did go down there last year. Yeah. Dang. You know, he was doing all right when McCaffrey was playing, but after McCaffrey got hurt, 
But shoot, they trying to uh, trade McCaffrey too. Yeah, you got to rebuild, man. If you're not going to win, rebuild. Yeah, and it's like, bro, you you stay too hurt. He's too small. Well, like, I mean, he, he had there. a good career, though. He had a good peak. I mean, yeah. I mean, he had a good, like, year, too, like, kind of. But it's like, you know, and the thing is, it's not like he getting, like, knocked out or nothing. It's like he breaking bones. It's just, like, his hamstrings are giving out on him. And, you know... Yeah, he's too young to have the hamstring problems he be having, you know? You I think, don't know. Uh, you got, oh, go ahead. You got to think, like, how we looking at it from the time he's been in the NFL and being young, but you might have been playing football since he was, like, eight years old. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you still was playing a lot of hours, especially in the gym and training drills and things like that. Like, by the time they get to the NFL, they – a lot of you dudes is already kind of like you see, like with Todd Gurley, like he was kind of already used up by that point. Like we got a couple of great years out of him, but after that, it was over. Right. Yeah. No. No. I mean, that that's why I say like he had a good run. You know, McCaffrey had. If you can get two, <clears> three, <throat> four seasons out of a running back, that's a good career. Right. Zeke was too. You said what? You know, I said Zeke Wash too. He always. Nah, that's a fact. Y'all think uh y'all think Julio gonna retire? Nah, he loves the game too nah. much. Cause Julio, he, he you know, Julio uh um a country boy, he don't do nothing but, but football. <clears throat> I mean, but he played like five games last season, bro. Yeah, I mean he, he did that most of his career. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's like, I think at this point, bro, because I don't see him really being beneficial to a team, you know, to really do anything for real. It's I, like at I, this point. I'm sorry, Mom. I'm sorry, Mom, for cutting you off. I just looked it up just to make sure. Uh, McCaffrey had back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons his second and third year, and that was it. Ever, ever since then, first season, 400 yards. Uh, 2020, 225 yards. Last season, 444 40, 42 yards. So he had two back-to-back. He had two good seasons. Mm. Yeah, that, that's what I was saying. I'm like, you know, uh, I'm like, shoot, his daddy had a better career than him almost. His daddy got two Super Bowls. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you know, it's like clearly Christian, you know, McCaffrey was the better player, but it's like career-wise, yeah, Seem like you know his daddy got the better end of it for real, <clears throat> but yeah. But I don't think Julio. I mean, I think at this point he either signs with Atlanta and then he retires a Falcon, or he goes to the Colts, and then Ty Hilton retire and he takes that Ty Hilton role, come did, play every other game. Did Julio drop a um? Did he drop a uh? What is it? Did, did he drop a, a a note to Atlanta, like a thank you note to Atlanta on social media? Uh, I don't remember. I mean, I just remember him telling Shannon Sharp, I'm out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and they got him <laughs> out of there after that. But he was trying to get traded. He'd been trying to get traded. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think that was an accident on Shannon Sharp's part. Like, he did that. Like, Julio did that on purpose, too. 
But uh, like the game is a game. Like don't I like oh it was an accident. Da 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 da. Shannon Sharp, as long as he's been affiliated with the NFL, he's just gonna slip up like that. Come on, child, please. Right. But uh, uh but uh, Skip Bayless, his face was hilarious when he he said what? Huh? Ask him if he's coming back to Atlanta. Like oh, thing was like now that you think about bug on it, like. I don't know. People fall for anything, bro. People fall for anything. Right. That that show's so trash now. I, I feel like all debate shows have been trash for like since like what would you say? Maybe 2016? I around there for real. I, I'll give them to 2018. I'll say about 2018. Okay, yeah, because Undisputed has some moments, but 2016 was Skips last year with first take. His last episode was after LeBron came back from 3-1 against the greatest regular season team of all time. And mm-hmm. uh, and then he, I think he said, like, you know, he's lucky to have Kyrie hit that shot. <laughs> and then, like, I think Stephen A. walked off the set and said, I can't believe you're not giving credit to this man. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, job was hilarious. That was funny. Because Skip, he like he accepted the fact that he was gonna be the LeBron hater in uh 2007 in that series against the Pistons when he scored like the last 25 points or whatever. But like the game before for the game winner, he kicked it out to Damon Jones for the winner, and Damon Jones missed. And he was like, yeah. he doesn't have the killer instinct. And ever since then, he's like, I'm the LeBron James hater, regardless of what he does in life. And uh, you know, for him just to kind of pick up that reputation as the years going on. And do that his last day at ESPN. That was just chef's kiss. It was perfect, man. It was perfect. But but yeah, yeah. like undisputed <clears throat> had a couple moments. Go ahead. I was gonna say I feel first take they like Stephen A made the right move by having like the different host on, like because when now when I listen to first take, I'm not just gonna listen to Max and and Stephen A go at it about the same stuff. You already know what they're gonna say, you know. It's like they have, they consistently got guests, you know, it's, it's going to be in a lot of times, you know, Stephen, they go second. So as soon as you watch the clip, it's like, I'm hearing somebody's opinion that I don't even, <clears throat> that like, it's an opinion, <clears throat> my bad, but it's an opinion that like, I'm not used to hearing. And then I get to hear Stephen, they kind of react to that as opposed to, you already know what Max is going to say, you know, or, and then that's why I say with, with Skip and Shannon now, it's like, bruh, like Shannon's just so for LeBron and then Skip is so against him. And then it's like, neither one of them comes to a middle ground, like of like, you know, well, like Shannon will never say, well, maybe LeBron did kind of, you know, do wrong here. Like he's always going to go 10, like he's going to stay 10 toes and then Skip going to go the same way. It's like, let LeBron hit the game winner. Well, finally, you know, it's like, <laughs> I, right, I remember when AB was on the shop and um, he was like, and Shannon Sharp, like, you a player, like, you wasn't even supposed to hit on me on national TV like that, you know? And, like, it cut to LeBron, and LeBron was, like, quiet in the corner, and someone was like, Brian said, hey, I'm, <laughs> hey, Uncle Sharp, that's that's Unc right there, that's Unc, that's OG, I ain't gonna say nothing about that. But, uh, right. you know, that that's just what made me think of it and everything like that, of their relationship and stuff. Yeah, that boy LeBron, like, bro, that's my biggest fan. What you mean? I watch him every day. 
Yeah, I remember he, he tweeted out happy birthday to the GOAT or, or happy birthday, unk, blah, blah, blah. And everybody was like, I know Shannon going crazy right now. And it's just right. funny how, like, he gave that whole shout out and he always talks about Shannon Sharp, but he still hasn't said Skip Bayless's name yet, like, ever in his life in front of a, in front of a camera or cell phone. Mm. I mean, shit, the way that man be hating on him. That is pretty impressive to not mention him at least once in front of one camera, though. Mm-hmm. In like 20 years. I got to log off in a second. Start getting ready to go. But before I go, uh, just like one one um, non-sports topic I just wanted to address before I get off. Um, I seen a dude on Twitter a few days ago, maybe at this point. He was like in his mid-20s and he was just arguing over like his rights to be able to uh, have sex with legally aged teenagers. And I just want to say, like, uh, a man in his mid-20s having sex with a teenager is not the same as a woman in her 30s having sex with a man in his mid-20s. Like, that, I just feel like that needs to be addressed. Like, that's not, I'm not telling anybody who to have sex with, but, like, it's clear more reasons why that's not the same thing. Like, right. Nah, that's dealing with somebody that's fresh out. I don't, I don't know when the last time you had a conversation with somebody that was like 18, 19 years old. That was, that was that they're, they're not adults. Like they, they still are kids, man. In like the high school stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like that's pretty gross. And they'd be like, "No, nah, I'm grown." And you'd be like, "No, you're not." <laughs> For real. Yeah. And, and they'd be like, "Come on, man!" Like, uh, you know, like that joint. Nah, nah, that. Nah, that's a nah, man. Stay away. Like I said, yeah, I don't, I don't want to have sex with somebody working at eleven. Oh wow, yeah, because you be nineteen, you were born in oh three. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. weren't born when LeBron James was drafted, no, you need to pretty gross. She too young for you, bro. She don't even remember the the white. Like she got to watch the commercials and be like, wow. Like, if she don't know about the LeBron, St. Vincent, I remember St. Vincent, St. Mary LeBron and him being, like, the biggest thing always talked about, being talked as the next Michael Jordan coming out of high school. I remember all of that. I remember the Bernie Mac commercial, you know, all that stuff. So the fact that, you know, you weren't even alive for that, that's crazy. Man, they probably don't even remember the... uh... Those Sprite commercials where there was a little LeBron. Yeah, big facts. Or or the the Muppet commercials with him and Kobe. Yeah, you know what he should do, bro. What? His uh his final season, like whenever he does his final season, he should bring back little LeBron. Yeah, little Bron, man. Yeah, you like well, yeah, you know him, Bronny, and then little LeBron, and then maybe do a little little Bronny. He need, he need Bronny in a commercial, bro, with NIL. It's time, bro. Get Bronny in a commercial with his dad. Nah, it's not time yet. Let that man, you know, progress a little bit more so that he can look like he actually going to make it to the league. <laughs> his junior I mean, season is over, bro. So he, he about to go to his last uh, AAU circuit. And I'm sorry, Jelani, you said last non-sports topic and you turned it into sports. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. I got I didn't know if y'all wanted to keep recording when I logged off, but uh, 
if you even if y'all don't, um, or even if y'all do, I just want to say to the fans, uh, I know I don't even like saying fans to the listeners. Um, I know due to us all having our own schedules that we haven't been recording as consistently as usual, but we are gonna make an effort going forward to try to be more consistent with the episodes, you know what I mean? And hopefully get into the the in-person episodes uh sooner than later. So, you know what I mean? Just just grow with us. Let us let us let us build, you know what I mean? Thanks. And then, you know, quick shout out to Anchor, you know, the platform that allows us to be able to get get the uh, podcast out to y'all. You know, Anchor, great place if you need to, you think about starting a podcast, you know, and shoot, for real, if you think about starting a podcast, reach out to us, you know. We ain't the best, but hey, you know, we give you some tips. We can help. You're right. We're not the best. We're the greatest ever. Uh, yeah, but shout oh. out to Anchor, man. What do you say? Well, what did I say? No, I was just... I was- yeah. Oh, I said we not the best, we the greatest ever. Facts. And then salute to A-League as well, one of the greatest podcasts ever to be assembled as well. Those are my brothers. Solid, solid. Well, y'all make sure y'all subscribe, Road to 1K. Um, and what else, what else, what else? Bulletin board material. That's it. That, that's it. That's all I have. If I... This was a pretty wild episode, fellas. So um, I hope you all enjoyed us being extremely transparent. And, uh, you know, I guess, you know, for, for your entertainment sake, take care until next week. Anything else, fellas? Oh, uh, follow me on uh, Instagram at rbmo underscore underscore. Follow me on uh, Twitter at monos underscore underscore. Uh, find me on all streaming platforms at monos. Yeah, I'm kind of taking a brief hiatus from Twitter right now, but you can follow me. I'm making an Instagram soon, so you can follow me on there. Tell me, I'll announce that for the few people that care about that. And then, yeah. All right. And that's all we got, y'all. Um, salute to Johnny Taylor, getting that new job. Get your money, Black woman. I don't know why you love UGA, though. It's all good. But uh, y'all boys be easy. And follow Rashad at... Uh... Support Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs>